Patrick Davis and the Sports Complex. Weekday afternoons, only on the Horn. Two here on the sports complex on the horn. Get back to your text 512 447 3776 asking how many points do you feel okay with Houston scoring against Texas? Your final score predictions, whatever else you got going, whatever you want to comment on here in the last few minutes before we give you up for the Rangers pregame at 6 30 and get you ready for the big game of game four ALCS. Can Texas turn around their fate at home because the Astros are better on the road than at home? And they have been able to continue to go put up uh, big numbers in uh, at Arlington. But here's the thing. The Rangers looked good last night. They were there. They continued to fight. So this is not quite the same as that last series of the regular season. This Rangers team wants to fight for it. And uh, who knows how pitching is going to turn out. Urquidy on the mound uh, for Texas tonight, uh, for uh, Houston tonight. Haney on the mound for the Rangers. And the controversy MLB has said that the roof will be open tonight at Globe Life in the retractable roof stadium. Uh, apparently, the Houston Astros had talked, and they said, both teams said, we prefer it to be closed. It's louder when it's closed. Uh, we don't necessarily have to deal with weather when it's closed. We'd prefer it to be closed. And MLB said, it doesn't matter. We're going to open up the roof. We want it for the atmosphere. We want it for the everything. And so, Houston, there are Houston fans who are... <laughs> Who are saying it is to try and mess with the Astros? I think it's silly. Uh, I think you just go out there and got to go out there and win. And, and you know, both teams are playing in the same the same building. Both teams are playing with the same roof open. So no excuses for either team on that one. You don't get to claim an excuse. But that is that is what some people are trying to make a controversy of already uh, today. That the, the roof will be open at the Gilf tonight for the Texas Houston ALCS game four. Game five tomorrow will be on our airwaves starting at 3.30 pregame. Then we'll lead into Vandegrift uh, football at 6.45. So we'll have that for you. If you're missing out on the sports complex tomorrow because it will not be on because of the Rangers game, you can come out and join us at Doc's Backyard uh, on Sunset Valley. It's right over there on Brody. Myself and Rob Babers doing pregame 1 to 3 p.m. on Saturday getting ready for Texas and Houston. I do want to get to a couple of pieces, uh, and then we're going to get back to your text. Okay, so keep sending them in five one two four four seven three seven seven six. We mentioned the Globe Life that the stadium will be open tonight. Uh, I do want to talk about the Spurs for just a second because I love to talk about my Spurs. Uh, Wimby Yama is now sweeping the nation. Wimby Wimby Mania uh, sweeping the nation. He's looking so good, and it's such a weird thing being a Spurs fan and being so used to. You know, having star players that were not highlight guys, and then you have a guy now who is just a highlight guy that is not. You know, he had the he went between the legs. He nutmegged Reggie Bullock last night. When you're seven five, you're not supposed to be able to do that. They're saying he's seven three and a half without shoes. So with his shoes on, he's like seven five. He just dribbling the ball down, looking better each game. There's still some things he needs to work on. Uh, I like to see him become a little bit more of a uh, a better rebounder, better you know bumping around in the in the paint. But that's going to come with time. 
Uh, you know, his defense is getting better. His rim protection, people are saying it's scary. It's But this is the thing you want to mention. As we've been talking about the starting lineup for for the Spurs, is that if you say the five best players on the Spurs are probably Trey Jones, Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson, Jeremy Sohan, and Victor Wembanyama. Well, if Victor Wembanyama doesn't want to play five, which he doesn't because he's, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the muscle on him right now, being a you know a teenager still basically, uh, you you now have to say well now you have to start you want to start a five in there. So they're starting Zach Collins, which means one of those guys has to get knocked out. You figured it was going to be Sohan or Keldon Johnson. Because both those guys kind of play that four in that four area, maybe a three four, but you figure you can move one of them out and put Wembenyama in their place, right? Well, that is not what the Spurs are going to go with. The Spurs are looking to go in a positionless basketball. I know Rob Babers will love that positionless basketball and starting Jeremy Sohan basically at the one. So now you have Sohan Vassell. Keldon Johnson, women Yama at the four, and Dak Collins, but they're playing their smallest guy on the court is Devin Vassell, like six, 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 seven. Is a pretty big lineup that's going in there. And this is a team now that is going to play a no point guard offense, really trying to whoever gets the rebound, push the ball. You know, when you get out there, whoever's down there, push the ball. And it'll be a question to see if they are going to be able to, if Sohan's going to be able to deal with the pressure when they start to play against really good offensive teams. And they're having to inbound the ball out. And when you're starting to play at the end of the games, now at the end of the games, you may put Trey Jones back in uh, to have a little bit better of a ball handler. But it'll be interesting to see if they get pressured early, if people really go at Sohan, how he's going to be able to do that. If they're going to let Vassell also take the ball up some, if women Yama will get it some. Uh, it's an interesting, different way to look at what this Spurs team is going to do and look at what you can do in basketball. And in a game that is consistently changing, to kind of be more high scoring when you're trying to figure out how to get defense length is something that is helped very helpful in defense because body you don't necessarily need body size because you can't bump and guys get past you and it's fouling so you like length Texas uh, the Spurs have a lot of length right now and Victor Vimanyama is of course the king of length so if those that's a different interesting lineup for the Spurs that you're going to be watching this season seeing if other teams start to take Kind of heat in that. If you if you go over to a Portland and their young team, if they run it and say, well, you know, we're just going to put Scoot. You know, he's really a kind of a shooting guard, but we'll play him at point. You know, the the Seventy Sixers did a lot last year playing James Harden at point, and people were saying he's a point guard. He's a shooting guard. Uh, you know, and so there's guys out there who are kind of getting classified in different positions. But it's interesting to see them move basically a six eight six nine Jeremy Sohan to the point guard for the Spurs. Another interesting thing to watch about this Spurs team this season. Let me tell you about my friends at Dr. Greg Ecker. While we got a minute, before we get back to your text, before we get to some other stories, keep texting what you want to talk about, 512-447-3776. I want to tell you about my friends, Dr. Greg Eckert and the Dr. Greg Eckert staff. It is an awesome place. I got to go there recently, get my teeth clean, get them to check out everything in my mouth and see what I was doing, make a game plan. They were super nice. It was a, a, a very easy and nice way for me to be able to get checked out and get comfortable. My blood pressure was a little high when they first checked it. Maybe it was a little nervous. I hadn't been to the dentist in quite a while, quite a while. So, uh, you know, they no shame in that. They came in, gave me a game plan, and I love it. And depending on whether you just haven't been into the dentist in a while or you're kind of looking for a way to get a new smile, 
Dr. Eckert can give you a new smile in just one day permanently. Secured to dental implants. It's called Teeth in a Day. Short treatment time, no time spent without teeth, smile with confidence again, eat freely again without pain or discomfort, a lifelike permanent solution. If you've been told that your teeth need to be replaced, you can call Dr. Eckert today to learn about this revolutionary alternative to dentures and get a free complimentary consultation to find out how this procedure works. Telling you a confident smile can truly change your life. He's got 27 years in practice, and if you want to, if you want to have a smile that you're proud of again, he can give you that smile. No matter what you think it is, they will find a way to get you the plan that works best for you so you can be happier. And when you're happier, you smile more. And when you smile more, you're happier. It works all together. Whether it's general dentistry, cosmetic dentistry, teeth and day. Phone numbers, 512-345-3166. It's Eckert with a U. DrEckert.com. Eckert with a U. U-E-C-K-E-R-T. DrEckert.com. All right. Let's go over and uh, get back to the text line because we got a few minutes left before we give you up. Uh, we got a couple other things we can hit, but uh, you know, let's get your text in before we get to there. Uh, we are talking. Uh, I like this seventy-four to two to horns. You trying to go uh, the Bears and uh, what's it? Swarskis? The Ron Swarskis? Is that the name? Am I pulling that one out uh, from SNL back in the day with the Bears? It's the Horns seventy-four to two. I don't. You know, I don't like that score, guys. Because that means we got a safety. And that would make me very upset if we got a safety. I think I'm fine with everything else, but I don't like the safety. So I like the joke, but come on. You're giving Houston a safety. At least make it a field goal. Or do do that and do the negative two. Negative two I go with. Go with that one. Uh, Do not allow Houston more than 17, and Texas puts up at least 35. 35 is kind of a lower – that's kind of – if they don't score 35 against Houston, that would give me some worry about – this Texas offense, that they're just really having troubles because it's going to be more red zone troubles if that's the case. And that means a lot of field goals if you're not putting up 35 because you're going to keep getting the ball. I don't think they're going to be punting all game. But that means more red zone troubles if they're scoring under 35. So you'd like to be able to see them put up some points. Uh, Dan J07 says Texas 45, Houston 24. It's a realistic score there. I'd like to see them stop Houston, but it's a realistic score. If they get some guys out, and maybe you take some chances there like we talked about, and, you know, you get beat a little bit, but it's Houston. It's fine. You still win by 21. You still feel okay. You may not cover. Betters may not like it, but I'm okay with that uh, if you go with that. You'll need to push your expectations up. Those are rookie numbers. Uh, are those expectations – are you worried about the expectations for Texas that, what, that 35 is too low or that 45 is – or 42, 17? I want to know, what, what was your number? What's your non-rookie numbers? Send those in. Daydrinker seventy seven says forty two to seventeen. That's a real number. Like forty two to seventeen, I think is kind of where we can sit at a number and say if that happens, we'll all be pretty happy with the game. I mean, depending on what happens, you don't want to see you know like muff punts against Baylor. Like we had a with someone on our Twitch stream says uh, Shadow Bearded says I uh, thought they looked best against Bama, but maybe that's because I mostly remember the muff catches versus Baylor. Yeah, that's the thing. They looked really good against Bama, other than the muff punts. They look much better there. Uh, Houston, uh, 17 points. You were one allowed by the starting defense. I like that clarification. I'm a fan by Silverback ATX. I'm a fan of that. Uh, that the the starting defense. You're saying, man, you know what? If they if we get to that backup defense, it's fine. Whatever. I'm not counting those points at the end. Garbage points. I'm not going to count. I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> 
Yes, the, these trashdros or dirty cheaters. If your girl cheats on six years ago, she is still a cheater. Keep the gas coming, Ty. Uh, was off from this morning, and then they unplugged the AC is what they're saying now. I Look, I love that there's there's Rangers fans that are still mad that the Astros were cheating when you guys weren't very good, and you're just going to hold on to that. Like, I'd say just come on. Go out there and say, yeah, they're just better. They did really good. We want to beat them. You don't have to go back to the cheating. You don't have to go back to that, guys. You're better than that. You're a really good team this year. You're already making excuses because Texas, because Houston gets a win. The defending World Series champs get a win, and you're going to go back to cheating methods? Come on, guys. You guys got to be better than that. I mean, you do listen to Creed, so maybe you're not better than that. I can't vouch for anybody who's a big Creed fan. I can't vouch. We know I played you that the, that terrible Marlin sore. By the way, Scott Stapp's a Marlins fan. They're not Texas Rangers fans. They're just there to take your money. Uh, we get a good point here. Uh, OU and Matt Kansas were uh, were last year weren't blowouts. Uh, yeah, OU and Kansas uh, were last year. So I, Sark does do it. I'm, that's, I'm with you. I'm with you. Sark does have blowouts on his record. Uh, he would like to blow out more teams. I think he doesn't necessarily treat every team with the respect game plan-wise that he needed to. He's getting better about that this year. But we'll see in the second half when he doesn't have that big game to be preparing for like he had with Alabama. And then as soon as Alabama's done, you're kind of looking at Kansas and then you're kind of looking at Oklahoma and you're you're having to keep keep those in there. That Oklahoma is now so far down the road that you don't even know if they're going to be there. So you have to just focus on these next six games and there isn't really that next thing you can look at because you've got to handle your business. Uh, Kerry from Georgetown. Smith is prone to running rather than uh, completing a play called to pass a hazard for QBs who can't read defenses also has a tendency to throw the ball up when he gets pressured uh it's a d-bag picnic feast uh he looked like Schroeder Sanders good at times but lipstick on the pig uh I I think the Schroeder Sanders looks good against defenses that allow him to do what he does uh but yeah once you try and make him a make plays now that's the difference is is Texas going to try and make Donovan Smith make plays or is Texas going to go and kind of let him pick you apart slowly and just kind of get down the field and throw and let him take what's open. You have to make those reads that he's going to a little bit harder and get pressure, and you want to have a pressure on a guy and have their first read. You don't necessarily know what the first read is, but you'd like to guess. You'd like to be able to do enough game planning and film and scouting that you know to really cover up that first read and then make him go to second and third and hope you get the pressure home on there. Houston 11-5. to uh, those warning trackers go tonight. Uh, so you say, uh, if the, every team cheated, if the Astros are so hated, oh, this is from this morning, so I don't need to read that. Uh, but Houston, 11-5, to 5, those warning trackers go tonight. I don't know. With the with the roof open, you may have wind coming in. Sometimes in the roof open, those ones that are on the warning track will come will not go out at all. I don't know if we're going to be able to get those to go out. But I think Texas, you know, Houston, will, as long as those bats start going, we saw Kyle Tucker start to get going a little bit. That's a huge sign for the Astros if Kyle Tucker can get going. Uh, Chief Engineer, who's the best outside shooter on the Spurs? I don't see any big shot Bob so far. Devin Vassell is. Uh, Devin Vassell is your guy, at least in the starting lineup. He had a really good game last night. Uh, he's going to be the guy. If you want to go with just a shooter shooter, it's Doug McDermott, but he can't. he's not a great defender. If he was a better defender, he'd be the guy. But Doug McDermott off the bench is he's a great shooter. He's just a little streaky at points, but when he's hitting shots, he can just put them up three after three after three. So he'll get into some of those lineups as well to spread the floor so Wim and Yama can work a little bit better. 
Nate says, would you prefer those Seahawks Texas team play the Phillies or the D-backs? Personally, the D-backs, I know what Phillies can do. I know that going to Philadelphia is tough. Uh, it's That team's really good. Diamondbacks are, you know, you like to see that. And as, I mean, the Astros did sweep the Diamondbacks at the end of the season, so maybe that gives me a little bit more if the Astros go. But, I, you know, I, I'm a fan of the new teams. If, my, if I wasn't an Astros fan, I'd be rooting for the Rangers. I'm just an Astros fan, so I'm rooting for my team. Uh, but, no, I like having the new teams go, and, you know, I'd love to see. And I'm just not a fan of Philadelphia as much. Uh, I've never been there, uh, but I, I will. I do have a hard stance that Philadelphia cheesesteaks are garbage. I, do, I don't like a Philadelphia cheesesteak. I'm not a fan of a cheesesteak. I, when I see it, I see bread and meat and cheese, and I think make a fajita. Fajitas are just better. They just are. It's not even close. Take fajitas 10 times out of 10 over a cheesesteak. I know, know it's not a popular opinion with everybody, but that's how I feel. So I, with that alone, don't want Philadelphia in there. I'm going with Arizona. I feel Arizona – well, I mean, Arizona probably hates fajitas too. I don't know. Some voting they've done in the past. But that being said, I'd rather their Diamondbacks go in. It would also be fun uh, if it's Houston, Brett Strom, or Brent Strom, the former pitching coach for Houston that really brought that pitching staff up to, to form – uh, it is now with Arizona, so it'll be interesting to go play against him and kind of have a real pitching duel of guys that Brent Strom knows everything about on both guys. Uh, Big Papa, 13 to 49. I think they switched up the scores, but 13 to 49. I hope you're not saying 13 Texas, 49 Houston. I hope you're not saying that. But uh, 13 to 49 is a good one. Uh, Shank Daddy says 31 to 10 Texas. I'd like to see more points. That seems a little low scoring for me. For you know, I think it'll be a, a little bit more scoring than that. I can't say that word. It is, uh, but it is. It is not my favorite type of cheese. I'll say that, Chief Engineer. It is not. I can't say that word though on the radio. They'll kick me off the air. Uh, I do want to mention something before we get off. I appreciate all your texts. Uh, Jacksonville, New Orleans, playing tonight. Uh, New Orleans is a two-point favorite in this game. New Orleans did not look great against the Houston Texans. I think if Jacksonville can come out. Uh, I, I think Jacksonville's kind of been screwed by the scheduling to, committee this year. I feel bad for them, and I know they want to play overseas, but going and playing two back-to-back games, so you get jet-lagged on that first one, then you feel okay in the second one, then you come back and you have to play that next week, but you're kind of jet-lagged again, and then you get a short week into this week playing against New Orleans. It has not been favorable. I'm a Texans fan, so so screw them. We'll go ahead and uh, and take the chance to go up in the division when we can. But this is a big game for Jacksonville. Jacksonville wants to get ahead and kind of take control of that AFC South. We know the Colts have Anthony Richardson going to be done for the season. So if we know Anthony Richardson's done for the season, then that opens that up. Tennessee does not look good. Put in Malik Willis in the last game. They're not looking real good right now. Derrick Henry's not looking like the guy. So you're really only competing against the Houston team. That's upstart and has, you know, they you have the same kind of easy schedule that they have. They seem to have your number, but it's a big game for Jacksonville. Just kind of separate yourself a little bit from that Houston team uh, tonight in New Orleans in that AFC South. They think they have a chance to win that division as well. So it's not a great game of players, but it matters to both these teams early in the season to try and stay in these division chases and get a little lead and and get out ahead. I'd like to see both these teams. Uh, I have Jacksonville winning. I know New Orleans has a good team, uh, but I think Jacksonville, I just... At some point, it has to work, right? I like Doug Peterson as a coach. It has to work, right? If it doesn't, I start to get worried if I'm in Jacksonville. Uh, we got to get out of here. Giving you up to uh, Rangers pregame. Appreciate everybody uh, joining us on the text line every week. Uh, 512-247-3776. Uh, no show tomorrow. 
Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m., Doc's Backyard and right here on the Horn, pregame myself and Rob Babers. Until then, be safe, be kind, keep your underwear clean, and we'll see you Saturday at 1 for a pregame show. Not Sports Complex, pregame show. We'll see you back here Monday for more of the Sports Complex right here on the Horn.